CFF presents 1% Better, a podcast about CrossFit, nutrition, coaching, mindset, and community. Join us as we embark in casual conversation to shed light on what life is like within these black and yellow walls. With episodes coming at you every Monday, you can follow along with Coach Whitney and Taryn as we talk shop about all things CFF. All right, episode 31. We have a guest today. First, you need to we need to apologize for missing last week. Okay, let's blame that on Corona. Okay. <laughs> I had somebody text me on Friday saying they waited all week. They checked like every day for it to come out and nothing came. We just had a few other more important fires oh, to put out before we could get to the podcast. So that one got shelved for the week. Hey, but we had plans. The most important thing is that we are now here. Yes. Today. <laughs> to bring this guest interview to you. There you go. Hey, Lana. What's up? Hey, everybody. <laughs> Today, we're interviewing Lana. Um, who is going through our internship program right now to become a coach at CrossFit Function. And so um, we thought what better way to introduce her to our membership than bring her on 1% better. Am I safe to say that our membership knows quite well who she is? (laughs) (laughs) This is a different side, though. This is a different side. Yeah. What's up, Lana? Yes. I feel like you've been waiting for this day. It's like almost like I'm starstruck because I listen to this podcast like religiously. Um, I understand why there wasn't one last week, obviously. Um, so like I'm a little nervous to be here. Like um, I'm, I, I'm wearing my shirt that says 1% better. This is a podcast. They can't see you. Right. Okay. Well, that's why I thought I'd, I'd let all of you know I'm wearing the shirt. Um, I almost feel like getting you guys to sign it. Oh, my God. <laughs> Celebrity status. <laughs> Our coaching wasn't good enough. It's the fact that we do a podcast that that's why you want us to sign. You know, I love it. I absolutely love it. Brightens my day. So I'm so excited to be here and be a part of this today. Thank you for inviting me. You're welcome. Well, we brought all our staff on our podcast. And so it's only right that we bring our potential staff on our podcast now. So Mm -hmm. our staff in the progress. I still feel special. Thank you. Well, that's good. Very glad. Um, okay, let's talk about why you wanted to start coaching or start that journey to coaching. Well, I'll be honest with you. It actually all started during the lockdown when everything came to a halt and we were all in our homes and uh, CrossFit function didn't stop. You guys got those Zoom classes going and I got to see my community you know, um, throughout the week on Zoom. And it made me realize, like, I want to be a part of this team. I want to be a part of CrossFit Function. I want more. I want to learn more. Um, so, yeah, it all started there. And I'm I'm loving every minute of it. Was there, like, one particular moment where it's just like, yeah, I'm right. I want to take the next step. You know, it all kind of, like, molded into one. Like, it was like you know, we'd do the Zoom class and then I would see like, oh my goodness, I can't believe how much I'm sweating in my basement, um, doing these workouts, having you guys there. And just the way it didn't matter. Like you got, I saw you on Zoom, not face to face. And you guys still had, like you were motivating and um, you still got us all going and you kept us together. And I thought, I want to be a part of that. That's cool. That was like our primary goal. Yeah. Just to keep everybody together. Yeah, and it was it was so awesome. Like it, it was just so so great, so great. I loved it. I loved every minute of it. 
I mean, I love being back in the gym. I'm going to put that out, right? Um, but it's just so nice to know that, um, you know, CrossFit Function didn't give up on us, right? It didn't, it didn't come to a halt. We all kept going. And I also love social hour. Thank you very much. <laughs> that was awesome. It was an important part of the whole process, though. Yeah. And arguably, like, I still miss those social nights now, yeah. which is odd because at the time we were so exhausted of Zoom. Yeah. And we just wanted to be back in person in the gym. And now that we've been in person, I kind of miss those Zoom social hours. Like, it was kind of funny, like, the whole, like, passing away of Alex Trebek. And yet we played Jeopardy that how many times yeah. on Zoom. And I was like... <laughs> I feel like we should play a, a Zoom tribute round of Jeopardy. Yes. <laughs> Just for social hour. I yeah. feel that's a great idea. Maybe we'll have to plan that. <laughs> I think so. Stacey will bring the meme cards. Yes. So, yes. Yeah. so many laughs. And I just like how that's carried over even into classes. Like there'll still be odd jokes referring back to those times and stuff. So yes. that's really cool. But they were like long lasting um, memories that we created in such a bad time. Right. Definitely. Yeah, we kept going, didn't stop. So throughout this whole process, and then you, you knew you wanted to be a part of the team, but why? Like, what is it about being a CrossFit coach that is appealing to you? Like, why is that something that you want to do? Well, number one, I love the community. I, I love the people here. And like I've said before, the people I've met here, honestly, if I wouldn't have joined CrossFit, I don't believe our paths would have met. And there's amazing people here and uh, they're such a part of my life now. I can't imagine my life without them. Um, so it, the community is one of the main um, parts of why I want to be a coach. Um, back in the day, I used to coach uh, junior and senior girls basketball. Um, so I have some, you know, I've got coaches instinct in me and um, when I finished with coaching there, I coached for 15 years. I thought, okay, coaching days are done, I felt. Um, but then getting here and, and uh, around you guys and the members, that fire has sparked yet again of that coaching. I just, I want to help people be better. I, I want to be there and watch them succeed. But I also want to be there and help them up when they fall. And I just, I want to be there for them. And that's like one of my main reasons. And that's awesome because that fits in perfectly with the mm -hmm. vision that we're chasing as our staff and our, you know, as our community as a whole is just to help people change their lives. And so for you to recognize that internally, that that's a driving force for you, that's, you know, that's what we're aiming to do. That's what our, our core sort of like purpose is every time we step out on the floor. So that's awesome that you already have that drive and can find this way to be the outlet for that because it fits in perfectly what we're trying to do. And I think you and I have had the conversation of like, we can't teach that. Like I can't teach somebody to care or Tona helps people. I, I can teach somebody to coach and, and stuff like that, but you cannot teach somebody to feel and care like that, which is huge. That's a very genuine thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. And that's something that you can call bullshit on too. Yes, very much so. You, can, you can't fake that. I can't wait till we can hug again. <laughs> you Me huggers too. out there. I'm a hugger. Just saying. Like the other day um, when Machine Michelle strung together her double unders, I so wanted to give you a hug, Michelle, but I didn't. <laughs> I just get very excited with the success. Yes, that's cool. Yeah. So do I. I've been doing this for 10 years and just to see somebody light up when they achieve something, it just, that will always be the most rewarding thing. 
and not even like necessarily having to achieve something like just if you can help somebody in some way, shape or form, because you start to recognize that like somebody walked in with having a shitty day and you made them smile. Like that's rewarding. Mm-hmm. Just making sure that they walk out of here feeling better than when they walked in. And, you know, it doesn't necessarily always need to be PRs or anything like that, but helping people looks like different things in many different ways for different people. Yeah, definitely. hundred percent. Um, so you are kind of like our first official intern in our newly designed internship program. What has that been like for you so far? Well, if you know me, you know, I'm brutally honest. Does everybody know that about me? (laughs) I cannot lie. Um, it has been, um, I don't even have like a word other than like Oh, like amazing. Like it has been, I've learned so much, but in the same breath, it, it is overwhelming. Like there is a, like Taryn says, many layers <laughs> to coaching. And so I have been a member of CFF for three and a half years um, and counting. And now seeing it like from the other side, I never realized how much more there is than, you know, standing at the whiteboard, saying the brief, let's do the warm up, let's cruise into the, to the workout, right? Like there's so many steps and there's so much. So what are some of the surprising factors just, yeah. that have kind of eye open for you, the different layers that there is to being on the other side? Well, number one, like the time schedule, <laughs> like the timeline. So I'm like, okay, so like, you know, you got to keep everyone on time. Here we go, going into the warm up and the reasons why you do what you do in the warm up to get you to the movements that you're going to do. And then when you get into the movements, well, then it's the, um, you know, well, how to do the movements. Now I know, <laughs> you know, like all the different points, like of an air squat, you'd think it was, you know, somewhat kind of you know, you've been squatting for how long you squat in real life all the time. Right. Um, but now there's all the things you need to know about that to do it correctly, you know, especially knees out everybody, (laughs) (laughs) you know, um, and then once getting through that and then just, I mean, well now, um, eight are in the class. Right. But I mean, once this is all over and we can have 15 again, your eyes on all these members, you know, because they, you know, they deserve your, attention and they're here to learn and want your help to be better and so you've got eyes on everyone watching everyone while keeping everyone on track (laughs) (laughs) and it's just like especially if you have me and Stacy in class you know um it's a lot it it, (laughs) I'm just finding that it it is a lot like I I had I had respect for all the CFF coaches in the beginning. And now like my respect has totally like through the roof for all of you guys, because so much work goes into one workout. That is like the main thing that I have noticed. That's a cool way to sort of wrap that all up. I think um, it's, it definitely is something that a lot of people, most people I would say don't understand that you know, you're going through the specific warm up of whatever the movements are and you're standing there and you're like, Oh, we've done, we do this every single time, you know, and you just don't understand the different elements of like why we're doing this over again and what I'm actually preparing you for. And it's not just what's in the moment. It's actually what's 15 minutes ahead that you don't even know is coming down your way. And you know, all the different little elements that go into 
our whiteboard brief and why we're doing certain things and why this is needs to be done in 10 to 12 minutes that it's not just numbers that we pull out of our butt like there are many many different layers um that go into that 60 minutes that you're here yes definitely and for sure that can be super overwhelming as someone who is just entering in from the other side and that's part of what this whole process is, is to sort of build you up and a help you help you understand those things but so that when you do walk out on the floor, you know, you're comfortable with it. And, you know, you, you understand why you're doing what you're doing, your reason why you're here at the end of the day. So. Mm -hmm. And I, you're a dance mom. So like, you know, about like performances, but I relate it to like a performance, right? There's so many components that need to be hit in order for things to run smoothly. And I, it's, I find it very similar to something like that. Yes, definitely. Yeah, for sure. Has there been any other surprises like that you didn't know happened in coaching? Um, well, you know, I like, I like when, like, it, I like to be praised when I do something <laughs> well. It doesn't matter how old you are. You, you know, you like to hear that, right? Yeah. Especially if you're really working on something like for me, knees out, right? So when I finally getting better with that, mm -hmm. you know, it's nice to hear the coach say, oh, Lana, knees. And then in the same breath, Lana, that was a good one, you know? Um, and so that's been kind of, now I've been really, you know, zoning in to how you, the you language, know, you, the <laughs> language, there you go. That's what I was trying to say. Yes. And like know? that balance between that praise, like you yes. said, but also asking more of the athlete and how to do that yes. in like a constructive way. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. A lot of people think that coaching is just like teaching movements and fixing and, movements and cheerleading. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Tell me something that you've learned that's unrelated to the actual teaching of the movements. Well, I'm actually, well, can I say scaling? Sure. Yeah. Okay. That's one thing that I've really been zoning into as well. Um, because you have these, these members are coming in. And now I understand also why you like when they sign up on Mind Body, even though now you have to to get a spot. I was one of those members before that never signed up and I would just show up. I won't ever do that again because now I understand why. So why is that why? So then the coach can take a look at the roster. Okay, who's coming in? Okay. Sally Selifanchuk is coming in today, and we remember she hurt her shoulder let's say two days or whenever ago, right? So she's got a bit of a broken wing. So, and we are doing thrusters today. So then you got to think, okay, how can we scale this for Sally so she can still get the intent of the workout and be a part of the class? You made a face. Thank <laughs> you. You used, you used good words. Look oh, at you. See, I'm learning. Well, I've been hanging out people. with us a Thank lot. you. you. See? <laughs> Um, so that is like a main thing that I've really yeah. learned. Yeah, for sure. Like, Which is important, right? Because just like you said, now people are getting the proper dosage that they need in order to hit the intent of the workout. But the most important thing is that they still feel included in the group, which is why most people are, are here. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Because back in the day, you know, when I was injured, I felt the best thing for me was to stay home because I didn't want to go end up doing something to maybe make things worse, but I never thought ahead like that to how you coaches 
you're there for us and you there's scaling options for everything right um so just come to the gym even though you know you may be hurt a little bit we get the coaches will adjust it for you and you will still have a wonderful workout and be a part of the class well i think that's key too right just being part of the class oftentimes when you're injured you can end up in like a bad mental space, but coming to be part of the class, whether you're doing something completely different, mm -hmm. just spending time with the community makes a big difference. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So right now you're in the process of like observing classes, like that is where you're at. Um, you have so many hours to complete in terms of observing. How many hours do you have to do? 20? 20, a 20 morning, hours. Almost 20, yeah. 20 hours. Mm -hmm. so and to our list, like that's a lot. That's a lot of invested time of just sitting there watching reps of the coaches on the floor going through the, you know, going through their own performance mm -hmm. and taking notes and having multiple discussions. Mm -hmm. um, what are some things you've noticed just from observing? Like what are some key takeaways you've got so far? From observing? Mm -hmm. um, like, well, movements. Mm -hmm points of performance, mm -hmm. faults, mm -hmm. cues. Um, so everybody, well, I think everybody knows where I like to sit <laughs> because now the members will come in and they'll give me a little wave. They know I'm over there sitting on the roller. Thank you, everybody. The black wall. Um, and uh, so don't feel anyone that I'm judging you either. I'm not sitting there with judgy eyes. You guys, please know that. Um, but no, I, um, that's like the main things like from the observing what I'm picking up from. Mm -hmm. And so, um, yeah, that's mainly it. We talked a lot about the other day I was sitting there with you and we talked a lot about um, group management, right? Yes. And the different layers, how, you know, we peel back the, <clears throat> the movements, learning to teach the movements. We peel back the, the sort of class schedule, how things are going to be taught and when they're going to be taught. Mm -hmm. And then the, the most probably in-depth layer is just actually managing that group. Yes, definitely. Um, and now I've really queued in too as well um, because I'm seeing different class times now. Usually I'm a 530-er. Um, so seeing the 4.30s and 6.30s and foundations, um, gauging the mood of the members that are coming in, right? Um, so not only um, are you thinking of, okay, now we got to get through this and we're going to learn this and we're going to get through the workout, but also getting everyone engaged into the class. And, you know, someone's coming in and had a tough day at work, you know, but just, you know, I want to make sure that, they know that I see them and, you know, I welcome them in and I'm here to help them through this and just to gauge people's moods and, and where they're at. And, and if it takes me doing a little dance <laughs> between the, the boxes on the floor, I will do that, um, you know. And um, so, yeah, that's another thing is to gauge your class, right? Because some may be chatty and they carry on and some may not be they come in quiet and so just to really check into people's moods as well i've learned and that helps bring the group together yes. you know getting everybody to engage and and that takes practice right that's not something that necessarily comes right away yeah. it also takes your own hit of personality and so that's where we talk about like all of our coaching staff has their own flavor that they bring yes. into the class you know Wit is the demanding all the great movement out of everybody, and that's her flavor. And <laughs> no, that's a good thing. No, that's a good You're thing. You're very technical, and I, very I, true. I told yes. that about you. Um, yeah. You know, I'm intense. I can 
bring out the best efforts you didn't think you have. And, you know, Gayla's a little bit more quieter and that's her thing. And but like, like quiet like, and encouraging. Yeah. She's got like that nice, that I want to say like push. motherly, but yeah, she's got the soft push that you yeah. need when you're in. What's your flavor going to be? Woo. Well, I'm, I, do you know? I, I don't know. I don't know. I would like to think, um, because I'm a nursery school teacher, for those of you who don't know, but I am, I teach three to five-year-olds, um, I'm always like high energy. So I would feel that that is going to be my flavor is like 80s music, positivity, <laughs> and a lot of energy is how I'm feeling. Yet I do respect those who maybe would like me to tone her down. There's notch. a balance. There's yeah. a balance. You know, I think I'm going to have to find my balance. <laughs> Um, but I feel like that's going to be, well, if it's positively encouraging to you, teaching three to five year olds is not very different from coaching a bunch of adults. They behave <laughs> it's very actually, similar. It's actually easier to teach three and five year olds. So, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm okay. not going to lie because yeah. I've been there. Yeah. <laughs> I'll bring stickers for all of you. Gold stars, smelly stickers. We're good. We're good. <laughs> okay. So you've been observing some group classes. You've also had some participation and foundations mm -hmm. tell us a little bit the difference between the two approaches like how you would how our coaches approach foundations versus how they approach the group class what have you noticed uh, main thing I've noticed because foundations is one-on-one -on -one, you get to learn about your client a little bit more because you have that one-on-one -on -one time um, so you learn more about them in that time, even though it's only 30 minutes, holy smokes, to get through all that stuff that you have to get through. Um, but you have that more one-on-one -on -one is what I find is the main difference. Um, so you're only, not only, but because you're one-on-one, -on -one, you're able to see the movement mm -hmm. directly. Whereas when you're in a class of 15, you have to build on that skill um, to see everyone and help everyone at that time. I'd say that is the main difference between. What similarities do you see in the two? Um, like being personable, you know, so like fun and. <laughs> oh, well, I got to sit in on my sister. So that was awesome. Um, so Whitney learned a little bit more about our family. You're lucky duck. Um, <laughs> and why we are the way we are. Anyways. Um, but yeah. That's about, yeah. Like I'm still learning everyone. This is, there is a lot to learn and to observe. I should have brought my notes in. Oh, I've been taking lots of notes. <laughs> what note do you find yourself writing multiple times? Like as you're observing, do you find like you're writing the same thing? I find I write the same question all the time. And you know my oh, question. I know your question. How do you know how many reps? Or how do you, do know, you know how to scale it? You know, like how do you know how many? Like and in what baseline. Is, what is and, always my answer? Well, it's like you, you see how the member is progressing. And so it comes with? Experience. <laughs> <laughs> the yes. biggest thing is we're never, you're not going to get it right on the first go. You know, and there are times where I'm still on the floor. I've been doing this 10 years and I'm still on the floor and I don't get it right the first time either. And it's okay because the members know that we are in this together and sometimes they're going to make mistakes and sometimes I'm going to make mistakes. That's okay. We, you know, give some, we take some. And along with that comes experience for everybody involved. You know, if you're talking about the intent of the workout, like sometimes 
I just get it wrong. Like sometimes when I estimate how long it should take somebody, I just get it wrong. And sometimes when they go out there and they scale, and even though we might give them the best advice and we might try our best to do it, it just doesn't work out like that. And that's okay. It's a learning experience at all steps of it for everybody, for myself, for Winnie, mm-hmm. you know, who's got all the qualifications one needs. Somebody who's starting out, Chad and Gail have been here six years, you know, we're all still learning. And that's the best part about this is like, you can't be perfect at it. You gain you get better with experience, but you can't be perfect at it. And, you know, the members are cool like that and they understand that. Or, well, and I think that making those mistakes also like one shows that you're human, but allows them to learn along the way too, right? Like they get a chance to learn about themselves. If Again, if you've scaled something poorly for them, um, they get to learn about themselves as you correct that and move forward. So I think that's a cool opportunity that you can get from making mistakes. And the difference is, is like you make mistakes, you have to learn from them though. Mm-hmm. If you yes. keep repeating the same mistake over and over again, then we've got a bigger problem, you know, but yeah. if you're humble enough to admit that you made a mistake and you're humble enough to learn from that mistake, then that's all we need. Yes. Lots of teachable moments. Absolutely. Oh, sure. Absolutely. Yes. Like, on a class by class basis, I would say like tons of teachable mm-hmm. moments. And if you go searching for them, they present themselves, which is really cool. Even if you have a class that seems like it was a great class, there's still opportunity to improve, which I think is the cool thing about coaching. Like there's mm-hmm. always that area for improvement. Definitely. If you could give Lionel one piece of advice, Whitney, what would it be? This is one of those things you got to bring up like ahead <laughs> of time when we're talking about what we're talking about. Putting you on the hot seat. I know you are. I don't like this. That's why I always ask the questions. <laughs> if you haven't noticed, I have been asking quite a few you, questions. You know, you ask all the questions when we have guests. You don't ask questions when it's just the two of us. I, <laughs> I noticed that trend. That's how this works. I thought about that last night when we were planning. I was like, man, she's just going to ask all the questions. <laughs> like she always does when we have guests. My best piece of advice. I think it is going to be, don't be afraid to make mistakes. And I had to, le- I had to learn that because I'm a perfectionist. Is that, was that what you were going to say? No, oh. I'm rolling my eyes because yeah, that was like the, we, that was our repetitive conversation over and over and over. Did you again. not just hear I said, <laughs> I had to learn to do that. Like I admitted to it. Taryn was right. I needed to be okay with making mistakes so I could learn there happy it's on record there, there we go Taren all right. podcast i'm pretty sure that. i say taryn is right on a <laughs> weekly basis whether you know it or not there that's my piece of advice yours um patience first and foremost like this is not going to be a flip the switch 10 out of 10 coach the first time you walk out on the floor and ask questions ask a lot of questions um don't assume that any question is a dumb question and don't assume that you know everything. And so that would be my biggest thing is just don't stop asking questions because if we stop asking questions, then we're the smartest one in the room. And if we're the smartest one in the room, we got issues. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's cool that, um, you know, and again, too, I've said this in previous episodes that I never had the opposite effect of this, like where I was a client and then became a coach but everybody that's been on staff has always started as a client and then became a coach. And so I think it's cool every single time that someone, you know, starts this journey, they all have a different perspective on it. 
And so it's been awesome to hear your perspective, just, you know, what you thought being a client. And now that you have stepped onto the other side of the fence, it just like opened up the world for you to see and appreciate just how much work we put into 60 minutes of somebody's hour of their day to make it as phenomenal as we tried it. We tried to, right? So. Mm -hmm. Do you, when you are in group class, do you see it differently now? I do. And how was that? I, I, I do like before I would just come through those doors, you know, ripping through because I just, cause you didn't sign up because I didn't sign up and I'm like, Hey coach, can I hear? (laughs) Sorry. I didn't sign up. Is it okay that I'm here? And then it was just like, okay, I would just do what was told. Right. Uh, And in my head it was like, no, I'll just do what I was told. No, no questions asked. Let's just get her done. I'm here to sweat, you know, sweat off the day. Now when I'm in class, I'm like really paying attention. Not that I didn't pay attention before. Just so you're paying attention to different it's things. It's different, right? right? So like before I come in, yeah, you tell me what to do, I'll do it. Here we go, you know? But now it's like, I'm really paying attention to what is being said, how the whiteboard is being presented, who's around me, you know, um, and the movements. And now when I'm doing the movements, I'm like thinking, oh, are my hips back? and down knees over toes like i'm like thinking of like all the setup and and um so it's it's totally different for me now Mm -hmm. like i can't turn that coach side trainer side i already have a name for myself look on the side one day i'll I'll have another name anyways um but i find that i just can't turn that off now because i'm really focused in to the coaches now so i'm like really paying attention that's cool yeah it, it's hard. It's hard. And it's hard from like, I totally agree. And I see it then from another layer too, just as the owner of the company is very hard to work out at the same time. And as the class is working out and my staff is running the class and it takes time to be able to take that hat off and just let them do their thing. Mm-hmm. And it's the same thing for you. It'll take time for you just to be in a class and let the coach do their thing and, and not be worried about what they're doing or anything like that too. Right. We just had a conversation had similarly a conversation. the other day. <laughs> And so, yeah, it'll take time and, and then you'll be able to enjoy your class as a client again. <laughs> yes. But it's cool that you have that other perspective to, to draw from. As you point out. <laughs> the cue for. <laughs> that was a cue. Um, any like other things that have come up in this journey so far? Well, there's been a lot. <laughs> And it's been quite the journey so far, um, but I just look forward to. I was just learning that was more. my next question. Like, what you are know, you looking like, forward to? Just more. Just I, I don't even have words for it because every time I observe, I pick out something different, and I learn. I learn something new. So I just can't wait to see like what else I'm going to learn and see for myself and learn. What are you most excited for when you walk out on the floor and coach your first Oh my goodness, I just got like goosebumps. Well, just to say like, welcome to 430 class. (laughs) Thank you so much for being here for my first class. If you like, you can call me trainer hater. (laughs) That could be my name. And just being with the members and they're, I, and they're so understandable and 
And I, I, I just can't wait to be a part of that. They've been awesome every time that we have brought somebody new on board. You know, they're, yes. like I said, they're patient and they expect mistakes to be made. And half the time they don't even know the mistakes are being made because yep. as I always say, they don't know what they don't know. Right. And I mean, so. all the feedback I've gotten from the members, like when the announcement went out that I was in the internship, mm -hmm. oh my goodness, like tears, 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 because I just couldn't believe the support that everyone was giving me. Yeah. <gasps> oh, I can't cry. I'm not crying. I won't be the first guest to cry on a podcast. Um, so I thank all of you. Okay. Um, so I thank you so much uh, for all the support that you, that the members continuously show me. Like it is amazing from little comments to text messages, to fist pumps, to fast little waves when they see me observing. So I, I feel like I have a whole community supporting me. And so I thank everyone for that. Cool. I feel like that's a good note to I end feel on. Like that is a good note. <laughs> All right, episode 31. Yeah. 31. Coach hater. <gasps> Trainer hater. <laughs> Trainer hater. <laughs> I don't know if I can call you that. I'm sorry. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. Um, as always, we always do some sort of listener feedback at the end. So if you have any questions for Lana as she goes through our internship process, you can either shout out to her or send us a message or, or email or text message, whatever. Um, you know, we're happy to share a little bit more of her story with you if you have any more questions. So thanks for listening. Episode 31.